1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Like, he did make me do my scream, laugh, clap. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah, really, really good.
0: I think that's my least favorite theater game. Scream, laugh, clap. Scream, <laughs> laugh, clap. <laughs> Excellent. No, you have to make eye contact when you scream. Make eye contact. Come on now. It's about yeah. the energy. Let's pick up the speed. Yep. Bend, okay. your, bend your knees when you clap. Try to Bend, it, you, get, bend try your knees. Okay, we're going to try it. Let's start here. Okay, you go. No, no, no. Clap, then scream.
2: <laughs> Ugh, kids. <laughs> Will
1: somebody get us another
2: drink? Welcome to Jim and Tomic's Musical Theater Happy Hour, your weekly podcast with gavots and gimlets. Is this your secret ploy boy.
0: to try and get Gimlet Media to pick us up? Was Gimlet Media? Gimlet Media is a fantastic <laughs> podcasting company. Ugh. Ugh. Oh,
2: damn it. They should... Well, no, actually, that just allowed us to plug. Just, like, what is
0: that? <laughs> well, See? Wow. See, Gimlet, Gimlet Media? Media. <laughs> Hire us. You don't have to do just, like... In depth, deep dives about the internet and particularly shady issues. You can talk about fluffy things like musical theater too. Anyway, sorry. we sometimes talk about shady things. Sometimes we talk about. I think. How often do you think we talk about shady things, like
2: <laughs> crime and stuff? I don't know. Sometimes I guess that we did. True. Guys and dolls. That's got like gangsters
0: and stuff. It does have gangsters. I. You know the. Um. First off, thanks to everyone who's in the Reddit discussion for. Um, oh my god! How to succeed in business.
2: You guys are popping off.
0: It's been a joy rereading. But one of the things they brought up to me that I never even thought about um, was the thought that maybe How to Succeed got the Pulitzer because the Pulitzer was pulled from Guys and Dolls.
2: I know. Ted Bits.
0: I'm surprised we didn't think about that.
2: Yeah. But that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But also, I don't know, I th- I still think there is just a lot of case for mm-hmm it was just like, ah, oh, great, that's me on stage. Right. Maybe, I don't know, because I don't know how much the Pulitzer cares about stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting, a, a, would be a difficult, like, I don't know, what's what's the geopolitical word for art political question to kind of unpack? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what was the, you know, the, the art politics and the politics politics at yeah. the time, and how did that...
2: But like because because they don't have to give one every year. Right. Why did they need to give one for guys and dolls? I yeah. don't think guys and dolls. Yeah. Is... But I wonder I mean, yes, hugely revolutionary,
0: but, but there I, are do, other I do I do wonder know? if that's a that's a contemporary truism about the Pulitzer. I wonder if that mm. is, you know, a bit of rewriting or, you know, using history as a malleable thing instead of yeah. sticking to their guns. Potentially. No. but anyway we're not talking about hamilton or how to succeed in business today
2: <laughs> no we're not we are talking about something what are you drinking today uh, tommy Tell us. um
0: today i have a um a whole jug of mules sweat <laughs> it's delicious
2: we're doing so well <laughs> hilarious what are you what are you drinking i actually i I don't know like uh we've just invented plumbing so water (laughs) i don't know
0: good salad
2: sanitation for all i don't know wine
1: perfect
0: i got a question for you okay it's really just a statement (laughs) (laughs) it's Every actor who opened as the leading role from this musical has won the Tony Award for Best Acting, even when the role wasn't in this musical. By the way, what a stunning musical theater pop quiz question. Isn't that great? Musical theater facts! Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> What's the show, T? The show is A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum.
1: Playgoers, I bid you welcome. The theater is a temple, and we are here to worship the gods of comedy and tragedy. Tonight, I am pleased to announce a comedy. We shall employ every device we know in our desire to divert you. Something familiar, something peculiar, something for everyone, a comedy tonight. Something appealing, something appalling, something for everyone, a comedy tonight. Nothing with kings, nothing with crowns. Bring on the lovers, liars, and clowns. Old situations, new complications. Nothing portentous or polite. Tragedy tomorrow, comedy tonight. (laughs) Tragedy tomorrow, comedy tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not a theme for the show. Uh, this is the this is the season of long-titled. That's true. shows. true. We're just s- getting them all out of the way. A
0: funny thing happened on the how to succeed in business without really. I can get it trying, Charlie Brown. Um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, it's a funny thing happened so, on the yeah. way to the forum. Stephen Sondheim. It did. Hooray! We haven't done a um, uh, for quite some time. Uh huh.
2: Um, in many ways, sometimes first.
0: Yeah, first, first. Yep.
2: in his own boat, maybe. In his, oh yeah, exactly. Um, so this was the first time that Stephen Sondheim had got to write his own music and lyrics that got produced. Yep. For Broadway. The Broadway. Um, yep, and we also had the book by Mister Bert Shevelove. Shevelove shiva that's probably Did a shiva Love. timothy shiva actually shiva <laughs> <laughs> seems like a great name
0: <laughs> hi
2: i'm shiva and um i'm just here to show you my new oh, uh cosmetics i got from mac my god um, that would be the shiva deepest
0: <laughs> drag name i think i've ever heard no one would Shivalove. understand it our podcast yeah. listeners would understand it and that would be it <laughs> Sheila Levay, so, uh, I love it. Anyway,
2: Bert um, and Sheila also LaVey Mr. and Larry Gilbert, yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert. I've been saying Gilbert.
0: That sounds about right. Um, yeah. Premiered on Broadway in 1962. The show is 60 years old. Um, yep. It made it to the West End in '63 and has been revived mm-hmm. a whole bunch of times. It has indeed. Quite successfully always it's just always like, oh yeah, there it
2: is. Great. Yeah. Um they also did a swell little film adaptation mm-hmm. um in nineteen sixty-six with quite a lot of the original cast, um, and some newbies, including little baby Michael Crawford. Baby Michael oh,
0: Crawford baby. and 70 year old so Buster known. Keaton.
2: I know the last outing for Buster Keaton. Yeah. He is
0: hilarious and in it.
2: Even so he he had cancer whilst filming this. Yeah. He still did his own stunts. Yeah. There's, come on Buster Keaton and
0: he's fantastic it is, it is like wonderful casting if, if Buster Keaton yeah. is an obscure name to you he is um, Oh, the, he's that guy that the house fell on top he's of. the guy that the house fell on top of he's the, the counterpart maybe not antithesis to uh, Charlie Chaplin um, yeah. where Charlie, Champl- Charlie Chaplin was the funny clown in boring situations Buster Keaton was the boring clown in funny situations of exactly. black and white silent movies fantastic physical comedian um, yeah hugely hugely talented man
2: yeah so they were very lucky to get him for this because it fits that farcical oh yes uh nature so speaking of farce tommy tell us all about it <laughs> a
0: summary of a funny thing happened on the way to i the know form. i mean boy um just
2: sing the opening number and right? you're fine God.
0: so it's a farce um that's set in rome um it's, correct it's vaguely portrayed as a play within a play Um, it's a bunch of one dimensional characters doing nothing important very quickly. Um, there's, you know, that's, that's really beautiful. That's succinct. Thank you. Thank you. That's Um, great. Cause it's hard, you know, if you've ever seen a farce, if you've ever watched a farce, if you ever study farce, while the plot is maybe the most important thing, the Mm -hmm. intricacies of the plot are so complicated that the only way to explain them is to like, just read out the entire script.
2: Exactly, exactly. because otherwise you're like, oh, and then, but also, and also this, and oh, remember that. uh It's just, it's so, it's so convoluted, but in a great way.
0: Exactly, confusions, mistaken identity, lovers, you know, uh, uh, warriors. Haunted houses. Haunted houses, uh, cross-dressing, courtesans, um, you name it.
2: (laughs) I mean, literally, it's all there, it's all there. Um, And yeah, so it was based on... uh, a series of plays mm-hmm. or just almost like a, a, a genre kind of carved out. Yeah. Um, Roman, ancient Roman comedies by a guy called Plotus. Yes.
0: And it, uh, uh, it, it follows the main character, Pseudolus, who is a Roman slave. And I guess the impetus of the story is his desire to be free from yep. his owner, Hero. Um, yep. <laughs> and in exchange for that, Hero says Pseudolus must get him this woman he's fallen, fallen in love with, who is a, uh, Courtisan, um, she is a courtesan, across, but like a virginal, right? Courtesan. Exactly, because you know plot complications. Um, who Absolutely. happens to live next door? Um, and farcical complications ensue. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's about it. Like you don't need to worry about the plot. No, <laughs> like the plot will take care of itself. Yeah.
0: Which I. Um, it will be a fascinating discussion later. Um, exactly. Hashtag Absolutely. Jim and Tomic subtitle.
2: Um, yeah, I know. It will be a fa- <laughs> that, that will be our t-shirt.
0: <laughs> we'll get to it later.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be excited or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, when are we going to start doing merch? That's the question. God,
0: it's so complicated. Anyway. I know. Um, but yeah, funny thing happened on the way to the
1: forum. A Roman we farce.
2: Just, you want to dive in? just dive in? Let's Do dive it. into the, the, the public baths.
1: Can you see me as a Roman with my head unbowed? Sing it good and loud. Free. Like a Roman having rights and like a Roman proud. Can you see me? I can see you. Can you see me as a voter fighting graft and vice? Sing it soft and nice. Free. Why, I'll be so conscientious that I may vote twice. Can you see me? Can you see me? When I'm free to be whatever I want to be. Think what wonders I'll accomplish then. When the master that I serve is me and just me. Can you see me being equal with my countrymen? Can you see me being Soudalist the citizen? Can you see me being, given to me once again? Free! That's it. Free! Yes. So,
2: so I think a nice place to start is the origins yeah, of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forest.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As I mean, good a place as, a, any. as we briefly mentioned, this is Sondheim's first road on his own. Absolutely.
2: Um, Because he, obviously, having just done uh, Wesley's Story, some songs for Gypsy, um, people were like, hey, who's this little cat? Um, And he himself was doing a lot of networking and getting to know uh, a lot of people in the biz who were very, uh, really at the top of their game. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the director of, the eventual director of (coughs) Forum, George Abbott, was probably one of the best working directors at the time. Yeah. Um, networking him with jerry robbins mm-hmm. um he yeah he, he just he was he was doing very well yeah. he was he was and and he was rising. he
0: was out he was kind of getting um unfairly pigeonholed as a lyricist um, yeah and a big push with forum was to make his name as a composer as well music and lyrics by steven sondheim absolutely
2: absolutely um so Basically, the, the reason why the three of them wanted to write this um, was because they kind of were looking at, at Broadway mm-hmm. um, and what was being turned out. Uh, and we're just thinking that there wasn't really any semblance or any sign of kind of original Broadway. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're talking your Cole Porters or your Rogers and Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, with this kind of broad comedy a little bit of cheekiness right a little bit saucy a, a fun um, night
0: out at the theater where no one dies in the end
2: absolutely absolutely and uh with songs that you will laugh at as opposed to with or yeah. even laugh at all i you mean know?
0: We're, we're we're coming out of the era when you know chino shot tony and when yeah. maria and captain von trapp like escaped the nazis over the hill and like not exactly. that these are maybe west side story is but not that musicals are terribly depressing at the time but mm-hmm. they, you know they're also not guffaw laugh out loud funny no and they're just a bit more just
2: generally serious in their tone. yeah um it may still be the musical comedy but it isn't necessarily comedy
0: yeah yeah
2: uh and that's what uh the boys wanted to wanted to write um and obviously um Gilbert is kind of a master of comedy and was really known for uh writing very witty things you know mm-hmm. he would go on to write we talked to him for obviously in city of Angels he would mm-hmm. write that which you know we highly debated but at the heart of it, it was a very interesting intricate witty yes story yes, yes, yes. um also Tootsie, one of jimmy's favorite films <laughs> one of the best scripts is out there uh mm-hmm. like he he's he's got a gift for it he's got a real gift for it so yeah. um definitely one of the best the best picks uh to, to write this um and I have a little quote from him mm-hmm. tommy you ready uh
0: yes i can read it um he's... yes <laughs> oh i was gonna read it oh I you just read said it. i what? said are you ready oh i am ready <laughs>
2: I wondered why
0: you I got really confused why you asked me. <laughs> I was like, would you like to read? Thomas, would you like to read? <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, I didn't sit in the front of the class for this. Um. Except the subject
2: is reading. <laughs> um, no. Okay, yeah. so he's, he said the musical comedy had improved the quality of the former at the expense of a good deal of the latter musical comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rogers' and Hearts and the Hammerstein's, the Lerner and Lowe's, brilliant men of music and artists of great refinement, had created a vulgarity vacuum, a space we were happy, even anxious, to fill. Um, and I don't know, I think it'd just be quite interesting to look at, um, to just look at this, because obviously nowadays, mm-hmm. we kind of find ourselves talking about this this having this same conversation about, yeah. oh, musicals are all adaptations, right? You know, where's Dave Malloy? Can't you save the world? Mm. Um, that kind of thing. And yeah. it's just interesting that in the '60s, where we've just had the golden age, right? That people are like, oh, but when will they sing a funny ditty?
0: Right? Where's when's the penis joke gonna come back? Yeah. And I do, um, I do, feel, I feel this way about a lot of artistic things that when you end up in these kind of, um. Dualities, You know, between uh, like in this example, serious musical theater or musical theater comedy that yeah. you witness a pendulum swinging back and forth and that like one thing becomes trendy and interesting and a lot of people start to do it and it becomes popular and more and more so that then we start to miss the previous thing whatever it was and Mm. one person pops up and goes ah but the previous thing wasn't that exciting and then that becomes Mm. popular and then more people start to imitate it and then more and more of those things come out and the pendulum swings back the other way and the cycle repeats over and over again in its interesting Um, ways there's a biological term for that
2: and uh is it uh oh damn (laughs) you're you're the bio major i know and i can't even think (laughs) Uh, is it a, a negative feed? It's the one where uh, you know the rabbits. No, the the leopards eat the rabbits. The circle and- of life. Well, kind of. But yeah, the leopards eat the rabbits, but they keep eating and keep eating, so there's no rabbits, and then the leopards will die out, so the uh, rabbits get bigger. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 Oh my god, why do I know what that's called? Mm-hmm. I'll give my degree back at the end of the evening. <laughs> I, um, know, I
0: just me- majored in colours, so I don't I don't know a lot of stuff. But I, I majored in colours. Fancy, sciency things. <laughs> yeah, aquamarine, take that one. Um, wow. Thank you very
2: much. Um, puce. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so... Yeah, because I think if we look at what was going on at that time right. um, in terms of shows, uh, obviously we just had uh, Camelot and Fiorello winning mm-hmm. together at the Tony's, mm-hmm. um, My Fair Lady was kicking about, The Sound of Music was just the year before, Oliver was in the same season, and mm-hmm. um, these are all very—I mean, a lot of them very British. Yes, I must say as well. But with British comes propriety. Yeah. Um. Because we don't do broad. Right. No. no that's no, no. That's for the
0: music halls. Um, exactly.
2: Um. But you know, with you know, there was comedy within them, obviously, and there were right. light moments. But the light moments were still very like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, slapping of the thigh. Right. Um. They still and, you
0: still left the theater maybe having learned something yeah, um, and you would you would be moved right and directly in the face of that I mean it's the last line of the show what's the moral must be immoral. morals tomorrow comedy tonight like exactly this is exactly. a pointless piece of theater here to entertain you. Yeah,
2: Um, so you can totally understand why they were like, okay, and the thing is as well, I can kind of appreciate it because you would get a little bit sick of movement after movement because a lot of these, especially these four in particular, Mm -hmm. are very grand and very sweeping and they are very emotional, Yeah, especially when you add something like West Side Story into the mix. Yeah, Um, They are quite emotional, so you would get a little bit fatigued by that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, imagine every week going to see one of them. Yeah. You, you were just be like, oh, there's only so many, like, grand moments I yeah. can take. I'm, I'm um, trying.
0: It, it is interesting. Because you drew the comparison to, you know, Dave Molloy's Save the World versus God Help Us from SpongeBob, mm-hmm. our, you know, perpetual lament about the current Broadway season. Um, yeah. In this particular context, I feel reversed in my opinions Um, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. you know is causing a mini existential crisis. But of course, like there is nothing important or interesting about a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. It is pure pure fluff by design. I'm so much more okay with it than, of course, something like SpongeBob. Um, but I then I wonder is like has has another forum happened? Like I'm trying to think of. Like maybe the drowsy chaperone, which even in itself still tries to have a moral at the end of it, you it's, know, it
2: really does exactly. Like in it, its framing it kind of story, gives you a little stab right. towards the end with yeah. the man in the chair, yeah, totally. and is certainly
0: capitalizing on you know, like it. It is a pure reminiscent piece, you know. Even mm-hmm. something like Thoroughly Modern Millie also does the same thing. Like is yep. is as almost as farcical as you can get, say, for Forum, um, mm-hmm. but still, you know gimme gimme you're like yeah millie you can do it go get the man um, absolutely
2: absolutely and like there is still a a love story there that means something it's not a hero slash you know philia love story right it, it, it counts this one right um i don't yeah it's a good part i'm looking at my wall as if to be like where where is it
0: yeah um what's the other frivolous musical out there I don't, rocky
2: horror like
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you know that's not a bad example i mean it's but then it's one of those
2: things even rocky horror it's kind of layered upon layers of whole, like it, it does its own kind of subversion right
0: yeah i guess you do get some like um uh parody of genre maybe even parody of horror genre something like yeah. of madness something like little shop which still have morals but, but that's the
2: thing is you still feel moved yeah. like you're still supposed to cry when right uh spoilers Audrey dies like right uh you know they don't. They're not as flying in the face. Like this is pure farce. Like we just haven't had yeah. the second farce musical.
0: Yeah, you know? which you know um, might might speak to <laughs> some of the uh, structural problems with this show. Ah, uh, précisément. Um, yeah, totally. And that that's the thing is I think because
2: what what we kind of said earlier there is that normally what you would see with these waves is you would get the one person being like. But this, and right. then you let like, everyone else is like, oh yes,
0: yeah. this, yeah,
2: perfect. And exactly. then You see that, but did we really see that? Right. Did they create the upswell? Yeah, and it's um,
0: it. I don't think they did, which is fascinating because the show was wildly popular.
2: Um, exactly, and this this is, I think, the thing is that it it just did so well. Yeah. Um, now, I think it's kind of important to look at something, and weirdly, coincidentally, it wasn't planned, kids. Uh, How to Succeed mm-hmm. um, obviously came this season just before this, uh, even though they, I think they end up running concurrently. Yeah. Um, you know, How to Succeed is, in some ways, quite a broad yeah. comedy, um, is very farcical whether- in nature uh-huh, but we talked about a lot about is it, is it satire, is it not? And right. we kind of came to the conclusion that contemporaneously, right. it's actually not. Exactly. Um, and so I think it really, Forum really was just kind of out there on its own. And then if you look at what came next mm-hmm. in terms of the next few years of what people were writing, um, only things that kind of come close, mm-hmm. uh, we have She Loves Me, which definitely isn't pure farce. Right. Not pure comedy. There is a deep love story. There's lots of silly moments. Right. Um, but there's still, you si- still
0: feel good for the the wedding, right? Totally. Yeah, exactly. Half a sixpence.
2: Yeah. Um, again, high energy, fun, fun, fun. Right. But still
0: very British.
2: Yeah. You know, it still, again, has a love story. Sweet Charity yeah. is wacko. Uh, no. And, again, caper, but it kind of leaves you feeling a bit like, huh, yeah. at the end, as I mean, opposed to like,
0: ha, I'm, ha, ha. I'm scrolling down Best Musical Tony Award winners mm. afterwards. Hello, yeah. Dolly, Fiddler on the Roof, Man of La Mancha, exactly. Cabaret, Hallelujah Baby, 1776, Applause, Company, Two Gents of Verona, A Little Night Music, Raisin, The Wiz, A Chorus Line. Like, I don't think we get to Inconsequential quite as much until we hit Annie in 1977
2: but even then Annie is so heartwarming yeah that's true you know yeah it's it's still it's got silly in it but it's still so full of heart and that's at the core of it yeah Um, so yeah they kind of they they did a swing and the ball went somewhere but nobody was gonna get it right I don't know if that was a good reference or not (laughs) but uh, metaphor Mm. but yeah I I don't know I think Um, I just find that
0: quite interesting I found it the mystery of Edwin Drood (sighs) Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The mystery of Edwin Drood. Uh, it's it goes in telling you it's gonna. You can even see the structural simular- similarities that yeah. it plays itself off as a show. You know, this is low comedy. I've found a man up here, and I'm firmly Absolutely. attached myself to his knees. None of this is a, important.
2: It's a British music hall yeah. comedy. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah, there it is. Good. Yeah, Mystery of Edwin Drood, 1986. Um. So that took a while, yeah. That yeah. took a while. Um, have and have we had another? I don't know. I just can't. I don't. Because I, I also feel like it's not a yeah. contemporary thing. It's not something people would. be... Well,
0: and like maybe maybe we're seeing emblems of the the pendulum. I would. I would argue that The Producers starts to get into that territory again a little bit with a <gasps> with a more yeah. contemporary twist. And I think The Pendulum is shifting off of its axis a little bit. But mm. The Producers is a farce about characters that, like, in any other context, you shouldn't care about. And even if you do care about them, you don't care about them because you see yourself in them. You care about yeah. them because... You're because you, there are trappings of good guy, bad guy in the story that like yeah. communicate who you're supposed to root for, but not because of any of their particular, you know, character traits. You don't care if, you know, Leo and Ula fall in love or if Max and Ula fall in love. No, that's true. What I would say, take out
2: Till Him and yeah. you've got me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, that's what I mean by like, I think with, with some of the trappings of contemporary musical theater. Yeah. That's where we see this. The farce musical kind of pop up its head every absolutely. every two decades or so <laughs> absolutely um, and I think I think we're going
2: to make one of our best segues ever here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can look at why this is all happening if we look at why they need a till him. yes, yes. why they need a moonfall. yeah, you know mm-hmm. um, so let's talk. Structure.
0: Let's talk structure.
1: I'm calm, I'm cool, a gibbering fool is something I never become. When thunder is rumbling and others are crumbling, I hum. I must think calm, comforting things, butterfly wings, emerald rings. Or a murmuring brook Murmuring, murmuring, murmuring Look I'm Oh That was gorgeous. gorgeous Look at us, I talking about a whole bunch
0: of different things Pulling facts in People are going to love that pew, pew, pew. We're getting real good at this Which um, uh, is the best? Structure Sondheim does not like this show I would wager. Do you (laughs) think that's a fair statement? Uh, I think he's probably like,
2: yes, it was hugely successful. I think that would be like, the show was very successful. I don't think he would be like, it's my biggest success.
0: Let's not underqualify this here. If we're talking original play length, like original playing time, Mm -hmm. a funny thing happened on the way to the forum is Stephen Sondheim's most successful show. 100%. It has played longer than any other show he has ever written.
2: Yep, and I would imagine, uh, for average Joe America, mm-hmm. it's probably higher up in their favorites list than a lot of others. Do you I know what mean if you've seen? I think if you've seen a lot of this on, or if you're um, yes. you know, I like to go out to the theater. Yeah, um, I imagine people would m- have a much funner night I, and a much better night for him. Yeah, they would,
0: yeah. God. I I feel like I feel like there are caveats there. I feel like if we held a yeah. focus group with Joe America and made them sit through a bunch of Sondheims, they'd leave, they'd give Forum the highest ranks.
2: I think, yeah, that's exactly the situation. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cause I, w- and it-
0: I would wager that like into the woods conceptually is more popular than Forum because mm-hmm. how many revivals it's had in the movies mm-hmm. and it's high school presence. Um, you know, Forum, I don't think has outlived or has lived much longer than some of its Broadway productions and revivals. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't a great big tour of forum. Um, it's not a hugely popular high school show. Yeah. Um, but still, most successful, purely speaking. Absolutely, and like I also
2: kind of get it. Yeah. Like I think I I've, I so I've never actually seen a production live, mm-hmm. um, but I can totally see me see me watching it, yeah. sitting there and having like the time of my life. Yeah. Um, now obviously being. A damn dirty musical theater snob mm-hmm. and fan. Yeah. Um, you know, as a piece of musical theater.
0: Yeah. I. It's not my favorite. Well, I'm gonna go a little further than you, and I this might be a bit incendiary. I would mm-hmm. say, as a piece of musical theater, this is a crappy musical.
1: Well, I mean, kind
0: of. It's a crappy musical. It's a great farce. It's a really good night it's at the a theater.
2: Great exactly and
0: the songs and i don't think i'm speaking too far out of line because sometimes similar things in whichever hat book it is but the First songs finishing. the songs get in the way of the plot and he realizes that and there's a lot of intentional structure there which is why it's hard totally. to follow the plot on the cast album um but it's almost like the songs the songs have to be very intentionally placed to not be a hindrance to the plot, which yep. very much breaks a lot of um musical theater structure tropes. There's no yep. act one closer in this. There's barely an act two opener. Um no, the that finale weird. right? It's like yeah. we just kinda pick up where we left off. Um yeah. the finale is a is a repri- a reprise of the opening number. Um
2: yep.
0: and it adds very little to it.
2: <laughs> yep. And before the opening number existed, mm-hmm. the finale was a piece of dialogue. Yeah. Like, that's weird. It's, it's <laughs> very strange. It's not our musical.
0: And I do, sidebar, I do think it is a little unfair to kind of put some of the, you know, traditional musical theater structure form on top of this thing because of mm. where we are in history. I don't mm-hmm. know if what mm-hmm. I would qualify as traditional musical theater structure had been fully developed or explored yet. By this time. Mm. I think we're still in experimental places. Um, I th- well, I think so. But then if you think of something like.
2: How to succeed. Yeah. Uh, where they do have quite an intricate story. Mm-hmm. Um, of which, you know. How to succeed might be one of the better examples. Um, but I, I don't know. I think there's. We kind of get the monomyth structure. We know that, yeah. that that exists. And we know that that can be applied. Um a lot of the the Rodgers and Hammersteins mm-hmm. have a so I think it was That's there, true. but That's I just true. think they were just doing something different here. Yeah, they never they do they never intended to write a Rodgers and Hammerstein. No, they couldn't have yeah. written a Rodgers and Hammerstein with this. Yeah, with no, this material. they
0: intended quite the opposite. But so then, Absolutely. that is the question, right? Can yeah. you can you? I mean, clearly we have, but like, do farces and musicals work?
2: yep and i i think that the the pure answer is not pure farce just not yeah. pure farce you'll never get that um i always say my favorite play is noises off mm-hmm. i love noises off hands down my favorite play it's the best thing i've ever seen yeah it's the kind of thing no matter if it was like third graders don't know why i use an american reference there, third graders <laughs> do, do mm-hmm. noises off i'd go see it oh, because yeah. They have to get through something. It's so and Even good. if it's a car crash, it's yeah. still incredible. Oh, can I tell like, you,
0: I saw a, back in, um, back in Illinois, back before I graduated high school, I went and saw an awful high school production mm. of Noises Off. It was so bad. And it was yeah. one of the funniest nights of the theater I've ever Absolutely. had. Because Absolutely. the play that goes wrong, that goes more wrong, is still funny yeah exactly um, have you got the
2: play that goes wrong
0: uh i over think it's there? on broadway right now i'm aware of its existence and it's uh-huh. con- and it's conceit um, i mean it
2: is it's it's noises off but instead of it being a backstage drama it's an
0: on-stage right. drama it's noises off times um, a thousand but there is you know the idea of the farce is you know it stems back to tartuffe and beyond um right like the this I mean, it kind stems of... back to Plautus. exactly like, right he, That's... he was doing it yeah Um, And so there is, there's something very human, I think, about this kind of fast-paced, low-humor, high-stakes funniness, you know?
2: Yeah, suspense plus comedy equals tears. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, Sondheim talks about it, uh, like, uh, putting people in uncomfortable situations and watching what happens. Yeah, yeah. And that is farce. But he also talks about because the plot moves at such breakneck speed and musical th- songs in musical theater almost always hit a big old pause button on the action. Exactly. That that is almost entirely incompatible.
2: Yep. Um I think that's it, is like it would be really difficult to write a full because i think i I don't think you could do one or the other i think you would need yeah. to fully score this show uh with plot driving songs right which would just be numbing towards the end because yeah. you would just be like stop for the love of god stop singing right. stop singing <laughs>
0: like, stop like are you gonna you know even there are plenty of chases in musical theater and there is no mm. chase song like it's not a thing you can write. I don't you think... You just
2: can't. And because, but it's all to do with the pacing on that night. Like, it needs... You need to be able to read your audience. You need to be able to be flexible with it. Right. And you need to allow for things to go wrong yeah. that will help yeah. the overall farce. Exactly. Um, That all needs to come into it. Whereas if you had a big structured song mm-hmm. set out there, yeah. you, would, you wouldn't be able to get that. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I just don't think I don't think it would ever work. And if you, you know, it, it's great that we pick these out. But if you look at something like Druid, mm-hmm. or if you look at something like what was the other one we said, producers, producers, um, you wouldn't ever say they are a farce. You'd say they're farcical. You would yeah. say they have elements, right? And they definitely do. Um, but it's not true farce, exactly.
0: And the you moments... don't get
2: that same like yeah, you... agony of laughter. Well, and
0: you don't get the. As much of the gigantic build-up with a singular payoff um, sure. that you do, in, especially in like farcical plays, like rumors or something, like mm. all those you know doors slamming and things. And I do yeah. think in the farcical moments of the producers, the farcical moments of forum, the farcical moments of um, Drood, are not songs ever. Um, you know, when everyone's being chased around Max's apartment by a Nazi with a gun, that's yeah. not a song. It's yep. funny because it's not a song. Um, exactly. because that would stop the action. I think that's maybe one of the bigger flaws with Drood is they try to infuse some of those farcical moments with some songs here and there and mm-hmm. it it just comes to Yeah, I like the
2: the dinner party, song, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. that has a <clears throat> bit of an element of that. Yeah. Um You
0: know, I wonder if that's also I didn't even think about this one, but maybe this is the the more contemporaneous um pop-up of this but um a gentleman's guide to love and murder Mm. farcical musical again it probably would be it's weird but yeah uh Um, in in that same kind of Uh, feel it does do it quite well right it does it pretty well um maybe they've cracked the code um i also think they happen to be during a slow year and get kind of lucky i Uh, fully agree with
2: that because it's not like the thing is is it's not perfect it's not necessarily memorable right um Whereas any farce I've seen, I will leave remembering it forever. And yeah. they are, they do, they are just successful because. Yeah.
0: But I do, Anyone can you know, enjoy it. The um, what's the song they did on the Tonys? Um, uh, I decided to marry you. That one. That's yep. that's a good farcical song. Um, it, the, it is. It is. It's only because it's very strongly rooted in a singular piece of physical comedy. Without that piece mm. of physical comedy, the song is not farcical. Um, no, there's not. Then, it's not even funny. Um, but then as well, what
2: I would say is, there's nothing to that song. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you, yeah. That's other true. than the little d- the yeah. the ditty, yeah. the song kind of doesn't need to exist.
0: Yeah. Well, I this might be a great transition, uh, Jimmy because I want to talk to you about the difference between being clever and being funny please do you are the expert <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but yes I think that's a very important thing that we In should discuss the Diver, yeah.
1: there sits a boat gently dipping its bow Trim and tidy and built two floats Pretty little picture Now put a boy on the starboard side Leaning out at the rail Next to him put a blushing bride Slim and slender and starry eyed Down below put a tiny bed The sun gets pale, the sea gets red And off they sail on the first high tide The boat and the bed and the boy and the bride It's a pretty little picture Oh my pretty little picture How oh true pretty little picture Which I so. Sort of actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. TGW report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. Um so, sondheim doesn't like his lyrics of the in the show.
1: Wave,
2: the of the yeah, or does it? No, I don't even know if it's that. I think he just doesn't like them in the context of this show. Right. Um yeah. because I think he appreciates that it's really good writing You know, I think yeah. classic sondheim Dell he would be the first one to say, "Yeah, I'm amazing." <laughs> um but well, and what he, what he would what he would argue is they don't work in a show. They don't. But they're great.
0: Right. Like you look at like pretty little picture, um mm-hmm. fantastic wordplay all the mm-hmm. way through. Um mm-hmm. like staggering internal rhymes, like super fast paced. Um but it's not a funny song.
2: No, it's really not is really not as one of my least favourites in the show. Really? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just big but like I again, I appreciate it, you know, the bee and the boy and the boat and the bow or whatever, all the bees, you know. Right. It's fantastic. Well done, Sondy. But I, and again, I think he would agree with this. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't add anything to to anything and it is quite dull, especially uh-huh. uh uh with zero mustel's
0: delivery yes and it was not written for zero mustel um it, no and this is a fun isn't that, fact isn't that fascinating so yeah so it was
2: written for his name is silvers what's his first name phil it is, is that phil right? silvers yeah um sergeant bilko yes written for sergeant bilko um but then, who? now the whole part of Pseudolus was written for him, with him in mind, because he's so quick witted and he's so like you know, uh, da da da, da, da mm-hmm. um, fantastic. Uh, he turned down the role. It got in Zero Mostel, Happy Days. Um, when they revived it in seventy two, I yes. want to say, um, in Pops Phil Silvers, mm-hmm. uh, out goes Pretty Little Picture mm-hmm. because Phil Silvers can't sing it.
0: Yeah, isn't that <laughs> hilarious? Is hilarious?
2: The whole song that was written for like him, like for his he specific style, do. and he exactly, <laughs> he could do it, and he can't do it. Oh, it's so, so funny. There you go. But I also don't think Zero Mostel can do it. No. I think Nathan Lane, yes. can do it. Who's your favorite? Um, Nathan Lane. I agree, but also, it, I just think: Is there any time that Nathan Lane could do wrong? Like, That's
0: yeah. Do it's, you know what I mean? It's he's, a part he's for a him
2: to divorce. Yeah. yeah. And is also because to me, you know, because the first the first time I ever heard this mm-hmm. uh, in this show was Nathan Lane, yeah, um, and then obviously go back and, and you listen to to Zero Out. and I was like, well, you're just dull, yeah, you're dull, 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 yeah. and I'm sure on stage you were great, right? But I'm sure Nathan Lane was still better. Oh yes, um, well, I think he's a marvel. And maybe, but yeah, sorry, we've gone well, off topic.
0: But maybe bringing it back around, I do think. Um, Nathan Lane has a really does a really good job at turning clever back into funny, um, mm-hmm. through you know the the subtle sideways glance at the audience or the yeah. eyebrow raise or the perfectly timed kick at this particular moment. Um, yep, the that, scream, right? Yeah, yes. Um, that turns that points out the cleverness of the lyric and then makes it about himself, either being like enjoying his cleverness as if he created mm-hmm. the lyric or being astonished by how clever he was in that particular moment and then yep. it becomes funny again through yep. his particular lens but yep. the lyrics themselves are very often not funny on their own um sometimes they're Do-
2: not that's it is they're not yeah they're not
0: funny no um the moments they create are funny the 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 reprise of lovely is funny um yes because it's it's set up and payoff. Um, it's a visual gag. Yeah. But it's only because of the visual gag. Like, you know, it's a, it's a one stands a song too. We Yeah. hear very little of it and none of it's new. Um yeah. I think um impossible is funny in its lyrics. Yeah. There are yeah, there are jokes but... in the lyrics. You know, um, where uh, Senex joke, like, what is like, I'm 39, it's possible. In a way, uh-huh. I'm 44. That's a joke. That's not a lyric is, cleverness. A We're not yeah. playing with alliteration there. It's a joke. It's a joke that reads yeah. outside of any kind of external context. Um, yep. Those are few and far between in this show. and They really are. I, you know, it's not that Sondheim isn't funny, but he wasn't here... <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well if that's it, it's it's just it's just wit. Yeah. Um and he's using wit to the nth degree here. And he is really he's he's flexing his muscles. Yeah. Um because you'll sit there and you'll hear the bay and the but bo- I can't remember that I should have learned that. The boy and <laughs> the bay and the bay and the Um in pretty little picture. Mm-hmm. And you'd you'd be like, mm, that's nice. Right. And you just smile and you kinda nod, you let like, mm, cool. yeah. Um but you're not gonna laugh because no. it's just like ah very good, good work there, Stephen. Right, because um, I remember as well in the uh "Bring Me My Bride" mm-hmm. with the um, one two one two. Yeah, some of the the, the I can't yeah. Well, uh, the you've got them there.
0: We not only fought, but we won too. And like, yes, uh huh, right, left, left, right, left, yeah. right.
2: There isn't anyone. Left, there isn't anyone right. left. Right, yeah. Like, and you're just like, huh? is it that? Yeah, common? it's mm, clever and that's...
0: witty, but it's not like, oh, that was a joke. you're not surprised by it it doesn't which i think is vital to a lot of farcical comedy at least reversal of expectation or something
2: but then it's interesting because with true farce Mm -hmm. you don't write
0: jokes right well you write circumstance and then i I mean i guess that is interesting here too because there aren't a lot of jokes in the book either Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but there are plenty of you know, circumstances, whatever. What's, what's the circumstance it. version of a joke? You know, there are plenty of punchlines. There aren't a lot of jokes, but there are plenty of payoffs. Better phrase. Yeah, there's so many payoffs. Like, cause, and that's it. But I think the reason
2: why they therefore don't work as songs is because you need to be traveling. You need to be going forward. You right. need to be pushing that narrative in order to get to that payoff. Yeah. Whereas with a song, you've got a the moment to make a gag. Yeah. And then that's it, because uh if you look at something like um what's the one uh Philia sings about uh uh Millie's? Uh the one where it's like, um I'm gonna have sex with you, and that shows that I love you, hero. That one I'll show him or that'll, something.
0: Like that'll that'll show him.
2: That'll show him. Yes. Um if you look at that, like the gag is there from line one.
0: Right. And then there's nowhere to go. And then um, there's
2: nowhere to go. Yeah,
0: and I don't. I think the thing I struggle with is writing a song that fits here isn't impossible. Um, like I think of something like um, "Oh, my mysterious lady" from Peter Pan, right? Uh huh. That's uh-huh. that's low comedy. That's humor, and the humor continues throughout. Totally. This. So, and if you, if you read, I'm um,
2: finishing there. He. Uh, always you know he loves to throw in the, the songs that went in the cutting room floor yeah. the song that went in the cutting room floor for this moment mm-hmm. I think is 20 times more funny.
0: Hmm. Remind me
2: I don't um, remember what it is. So this is the one it was like the echo song. Oh yeah uh, so the, yeah so the plan was that um, Pseudolus uh, was gonna you, you know as um, Philia was was praying mm-hmm. uh, to like oh tell me what to do do I run away with Hero or do I go with Miles and stay true to that honor kind of thing? Sudalus was gonna basically play the god mm-hmm. um and reply back to her. Right. Uh, like as, an e- uh, as an
0: echo, an echo, whatever the last lyric yeah. was.
2: And then Sudalus collapses, uh, and so Hero has to do it and kind of and works through it by doing an echo and because he's like, mm-hmm. that's all I can do. And it works and it works and it works, and it's funny, and it's a bit like, ah, oh, good, aha. Yeah. How are you gonna get that one? Da-da-da. And then the end, um, she's like uh, say yes if you want me to know, or something like that. Um, and then obviously you've got that hum, you know, phone right. pun of no, no, and he's like, yeah, mm, 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 yes, and so it's not an echo, yeah.
0: and that's it's funny, and that's funny, and that is farcical, or at least treading on the border there. It is, it is people because in it is it like it's situation. like a situation, oh, yeah.
2: Ex- there's tension, Oh, yeah. oh You're uncomfortable
0: uh, about what's gonna happen next,
2: and when it does happen, it's funny totally it's not just a one-line gag that you repeat 12 times so i I've, i again i i found that weird that that wasn't the one that went in right um but it's not like it's not like it would save no the music yeah of this yeah this piece nor
0: is it like um, the music murdered the show i mean it was wildly no, popular
2: that's that's the thing um but obviously it's really important to note that uh the music didn't uh like kind of critically and um, yeah. tonally no award what is there a word like that? Award awardily? There must be.
0: It wasn't the driving force behind the success of this show.
2: Yeah, exactly. It didn't win any awards. Yeah. It, it was a nominated, nominated score.
0: It it was nominated for almost every Tony except score. Yeah. Um, and
2: Sondy was a little bit of a bitter betty about it, which is totally understandable. And because he worked very, it, very hard. Yes,
0: and is also right up his alley. Um
2: I, exactly. Um and apparently, as well, he said that uh, Frank Lesser sent him a message, being like, "I felt the exact same way." And that's you know, you know, yeah, getting the thing. For there's a lot of that's good. camaraderie there. Uh huh. But um, I, I, I can I, I kind of get it. Yeah. What it's, it's almost, it feels a little bit like it's akin to we go back to like the Cole porters days, mm-hmm. um, or the Rogers and Hart days. Yeah. Where the songs are written and it's like, I'm going to write a ditty. Mm -hmm. This is hilarious. This is side splittingly funny. Um, And what they then do is they form a plot. Around this song. Yeah. What we've kind of done here is sounded like, this is so good, but he's doing it from the plot. Right. And it just doesn't work that way.
0: I mean, I wonder if they were doomed from the beginning, trying Mm. to replicate this bygone era of musical theater after the advent of the integrated musical, quote unquote, um, yeah. After the plot and music had to match up, it's almost like it's impossible to go back. Exactly. Exactly. Um, because
2: that's the thing is, like this, the songs, like Comedy Tonight, mm-hmm. is a stalwart musical theater it's so, song, so so funny. But sometimes the best times it works aren't in a funny way. No, yeah, no, it support. works much
0: better in other Sondheim reviews. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I think the, the, the best songs in this show work better in other Sondheim reviews. Like, Everybody yeah. Ought to Have made, Made, um, yep. which I think is oh. one of the funniest songs in the show. Absolutely. S- says nothing, is only funny because of its setup, because it's yep. a, you know, it's a convincing song. It's like a comedy convincing song, um, yep. y- loaded with innuendo. Um, yeah.
2: And then and it 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 kind of treads the board with farce as well, yeah. Because it it does the kind of I I don't know if there's a technical term for it, but like the repeat of the joke uh-huh. because the song ends and then everybody comes back in again. Yeah, with know what I mean with and one more person. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen all the time in farce where yeah. it's like you'll see the same joke twice and it's just funny because it goes that extra mile.
0: Right. Yeah, um, and it's it's very vaudevillian in that kind of nature. It's even staged with that kind of like oh yeah it's stalwart vaudeville tile style campus tits. Yeah. i like that a lot um <laughs> <laughs> you don't have campus tits?
2: nope <laughs> it's probably not pc i'm really sorry but you know yeah um, so yeah it, but I, again the best time i've seen that was when they did it at the 80th with you know yeah and exactly uh, daniel yeah. like
0: it it stands better out of context on lovely.
2: That was a, that's another quite a key one. Yeah. Um, it's in I think it's putting it together. Yes, yes. Uh, that sounds right. it's Ruthie Hensel, Carol Burnett. That was that one. Uh, and it starts off, you know, um Ruthie Hensel, all beautiful singing lovely and nice and lovely. Then Carol Burnett comes out saying the exact same lyrics. Um, all she is, is lovely. Uh-huh in her lovely deep board tone voices and say like she's a bloody airhead. Right. Um and just able to twist it on its head like that. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Same song.
0: Yeah. But just out, completely out of switched the, around. When you're not trying to force it into a farce. That's it. It somehow works better.
2: Yeah. So I guess that's that's it. Like the songs, they're they're great.
0: Yeah, they're not But just not here. <laughs> a couple of them are great. A couple yeah, okay. of them are like free. Free in this sh- like is stunning and has great moments. Is not hummable. Is not memorable. No. Was actually mm-hmm. again out with the show in the film. They... Free
2: has one of my favorite lines. Free is cut. Uh,
0: favorite. Free is cut in the film.
2: No, but I mean from finishing there. Oh yes. Um, because one of the lines I think they're supposed to be in uh, a sauna. Yeah. Um. And, he, you know, he always repeats, can you see me? Mm-hmm. And I think Hero's like, no, it's too steamy. And I just, <laughs> I like, that. like, that's funny. That's funny. That's good. Yeah. But not in the show. Not in the
0: show. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's Sondheim is trying real hard to prove himself as a conceptual composer yep. and lyricist and push. hasn't quite found his balance yet. And I think looking yeah. back on it, he knows it for sure
2: definitely but also it's his first time yeah yeah it's his first time and and i think as well it's quite important to note so any again he says this quite a lot in finishing there but Mm -hmm. um it's no no stranger of fact what's the phrase like it's no quite hidden fact no secret oh my (laughs) good god it's no secret that. Oh, Jimmy had a minor Oscar... stroke
0: there. It's fine.
2: <laughs> I absolutely did. That's the second time that's happened today. That's probably not good. Um, it's no secret that uh, Sandy's main mentor was Oscar Hammerstein. Right. Um, who taught him, you know, your song has an th- uh, uh, act, uh, op- start, middle, start, middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. It has an act one, act two finale um you have to leave to the story um and then what he kind of did when he approached Forum was tear up that rule book that he had just been given yeah by a proven stalwart of musical theater and was mm-hmm. like no i'm gonna do it my way right um and i don't doubt that that would have constantly given him neuroses because he's mm-hmm. like am i doing the right thing is this working and if you don't have that yeah kind of deep confidence in yourself it won't work mm-hmm. you know it just won't work uh
0: but it did it it did for him and it inflated his ego enough for him to write anyone can whistle so
2: yep and that well (laughs) success.com uh yeah but that's it it took it's so funny to think about this that it took him a while because i think if you look if you look at sondheim's work Uh right in a kind of linear thing yeah you see gypsy you see west side you see forum mm-hmm. and you think wow that guy's on it the up then you see anyone could West like well everyone makes a mistake it's his fourth outing right but what you don't realize is actually in forum that wasn't his moment
0: no it, it was it happened to be successful almost in spite of sondheim not entirely yeah. but almost
2: yeah um which fascinating because yeah this is sondheim we're talking about here
0: yeah you know, we'd we The King. We are overly trying to find a, a way that doesn't involve masturbatory metaphors, but we're there already. So, you know. Um Yeah. I've got a hot picture of him right there. That's true. I can see it. Look at those pecs. Could I call those uh <laughs> could I call those uh nipples campus tits? Is that am I using that phrase correctly?
2: You really, really are. <laughs> um that is still my favorite picture. I just love it. <laughs> the, the, um, on the sofa. Uh-huh. with the Lying back. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Someone,
0: um, someone's going to do some deep internet research and find your Sondheim fanfic that's been hiding away in. I'm saying nothing. In the deep corners of the internet. A maid! A maid! A maid.
1: a maid! Everybody ought to have a maid. Someone who's efficient and reliable. Oh. Obedient and pliable And pliable than a the mouse Oh, oh, wouldn't she be so nimble Fiddling with her temple Bending a gown Oh, oh, wouldn't she be delightful Cleaning up, leaning down oh, Everybody ought to have a bed Someone who'd be busy as a bumblebee And even if you grumble. in the empty room jiggling in the living room jiggling in the dining room wiggling in the other room spluttering all around
2: well speaking of the show being shit uh-huh uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not but
2: you know no it's really not i'm just being silly um but obviously one of the big exports of this musical is the film yeah. adaptation 1966
0: um, um
2: 1966 uh, and all i'm saying is uh, i just succeed in business without really trying it is not
0: <laughs> which is it's hard to hard to it's a low bar to set and we've still limboed exactly. under it um exactly. yeah, no, it's not a good adaptation of a musical as a film. It's not even a really good film.
2: No, I think I think it's really poor. And again, I, I wonder if this comes down to the farce.
0: Yeah. I I'm mean sure. I, I would I would counter that that I think it comes down to the form. Um
2: not- Well, this but this is what I mean. So it's like as in theatre farce. Okay, yes. Uh because obviously this was written for theatre. Right. This was written to be live, yes, and was written for a proscenium art.
0: I mean, there, uh, there, you know, there are a good double dozen lines in this show that are like written to be said to the audience, yeah, um, which just doesn't quite read in a film, uh-huh.
2: and especially because I think with farce as well. You need that person beside you to grab when someone falls over or right. looks like they're about to die yeah um you you I think and you need the laughter of the audience down in the stalls where you're up in the grand circle like, yeah i I just feel like you need that kind of energy when you're seeing a good farce, yeah, or if you're seeing uh made for film made for t v mm-hmm. farce, mm. it just needs to be broad enough, right that you can laugh anyway, yeah, um, but because the material they have there is for theater Mm -hmm. that's what makes it really kind of god-awful
0: yeah no it just it just doesn't quite work they they cut a bunch of the songs too. um musical films where i think falling out of style a little bit um yeah i do wonder if you know sondheim is a huge film buff um yeah and i wonder if he jumped on this one a little too fast because he was excited about it Um, but also it doesn't seem like he
2: had much say in it yeah I guess that's true, You don't true hear too. much of Sondheim's part of the conversation. Now, I can understand that because he's still new. He's right. still very green. Yeah. Um, and people be like, who's this kid telling us how to make a movie? Right. Film buff or not. Yeah. And we're uh, still,
0: we're maybe like, what, maybe a year or two after it closed on Broadway. So it's not mm. like we're too far out from its initial success. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
2: and I know that there were conversations, you know, because he did write this kind of extended edition of Free. Right. Um, that never happened. And he was fine with that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the time of A Little Night music mm-hmm. would not have been fine with that. I agree. And would be ready to put his foot down a lot yeah. more. And would be allowed to put his foot down a lot more. Whereas I think he's still being like, I want to make sure I'm keeping everyone happy.
0: Yeah. Well, and we're still... So Form is 62, um, mm. between forms, premiere and this movie, we get Anyone Can Whistle and Do I Hear a Waltz. So yeah. we're not quite in the world where people are bowing down to King Sondheim yet. No, um, not you at know, all. Comp- company doesn't happen until 1970. And then even then, I don't think would have had quite that effect at the time. No. Um, yeah, it wasn't, I mean,
2: yeah, it, it, until Kenneth Sweeney came about. Yeah. We weren't grabbing his wares. <laughs> No, it was weird. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it just—I don't know. You watch the film, and it just doesn't like, like, because you've got—it's not to say it could never work because you've got things like up pump pay, mm-hmm. right, right, which is as broad as it comes. Yeah, you know, it, it's starting in t- to feed into the whole of the the carry on films, mm-hmm. um, and weirdly enough, a lot of the London cast mm-hmm. uh, are. All, all came from the carry-on films. Hmm. Frankie Howard yeah, bizarre um, pseudolist, and he's straight out of them. Um, and that, you know, that makes sense because it is that is the film edition of the theatrical farce,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
2: but the difference being, you would never put up Pompeii on a stage,
0: right? Like it's it because it is written for. That venue, you know, totally so many exactly the jokes seem so dependent on the particular venue. Um, yeah, you know, you can't sing half of Comedy Tonight because it's all about open up the curtain and she plays Medea later this week. That doesn't work in a film,
2: it's so comedy tonight is such a letdown, and I think I can imagine audiences being quite let down by that as well, just because on stage, yeah, it's the biggest hit. Like, it is, I actually think, on in that show, Uh it's a really great number because it's a lot of fun. Um, and because it's right at the start mm-hmm. it actually doesn't kind of matter what it does right as long as it sets because the
0: tone which is yeah exactly its purpose literally like its written purpose was a revive you know a, a rewrite to specifically set tone yeah but it doesn't work in the film
2: it really doesn't because you've just got zero mustel pointing at people's names yep in a really uh, think...
0: in a really uncomfortable close-up <laughs>
2: It's really uncomfortable. And like it's funny as you know, like if you think about Zero Bostil and producers, he's great, but he's not like a oh right. uh-uh. you know, he's not a face man.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, he's he is a he's a reaction man.
2: Um, he's a body queen.
0: <laughs> sure.
2: Right? Um that is that's his thing. Yes. And so to have him be like, here I am and there's also um I don't know why they did this. Maybe as like uh the past, however many years of musical winners um but in i think it's the 71 tonys mm-hmm. he comes and he sings a really oh yeah a chopped down version of comedy tonight in a tux but with a but toga, with a toga on, over yeah. the
0: top i remember there's a bunch the of tiny high. clips of that show of like people other there it must have been a slow year <laughs> so they were like I quick so. quick pull out the old songs
2: exactly yeah. um and it's just uh, you know he's great but when he's alone and he's got no material yeah no set of things it doesn't pull it off as well no it doesn't um, it
0: doesn't read it's also like i stick think to Tevye. one of the one of the wonderful things about this show on stage is how much it does with one setting um exactly and i think the the flexibility to film wherever and do separate shots really kind of killed the movie um, yeah. In a bunch of big like, ways. That chariot race at the end. Oh, it's it's just long, and the jokes so are flat long. and predictable. Uh, the funniest parts are uh, Buster Keaton's parts because he exactly. understands film physical comedy. Yes, um, and there's not oh. a lot of good like the the rest of the physical comedy seems so manufactured and stunt y and just like it's, it's ropey. It
2: is quite ropey. Yeah, because. There's a lot, there's just a lot better material out there Yeah, that you would just rather watch because it's just a bit better. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, and I think the thing that would make Forum, and, and now we're talking in a film setting, the mm. thing that would make Forum stand out would be its music. Yeah. The fact that, oh, but this is a musical. Right. But because you're not even getting that.
0: Yeah. No, it's It's nothing. like, well. And like oh, none yeah. of the, none of the physical gags are over the top enough for, in a film um mm. in a way that they're over the top on stage um mm. you know there are all sorts of hilarious physical pratfalls and gags and rubber chickens and flying babies and whatever that happen when this is on stage that they don't yep. replicate in the same scale in the movie like yep. i want buster keaton's house to fall over him and have him survive in a window like exactly me as well it needs to be that big because we know we can do it too um Uh but it just doesn't it is it is a severely disappointing movie musical adaptation it really really is to the point where i just i wouldn't even recommend no i would not recommend watching it i've seen it i've watched it twice now i watched it once in high school um yeah and it's it i expect i wondered if it was going to get better this time through for the podcast and it really doesn't nah watch it see little baby michael crawford yeah. he's so cute he's
2: so young he's so young he's um, so young he hasn't even done hello dolly yet yeah That's i know
0: weird. yeah and he barely sings in this one too i know was just there for the acting yeah isn't that weird and and to because... just show off his high thighs
2: yeah, when you, think, when you think farcical comedy, right. you think Michael Crawford. You yeah,
0: think like baby-faced Michael Crawford.
2: <laughs> uh, but hey, thank God he did it, because that gave us Michael Crawford. That's true. I, love, I really love him.
0: That's true. Um, so yeah, so, don't say thought God, we're really panning. We really, I didn't expect us to be on, well, you know, reading through it and listening to it this time, because I think Forum has always c- kind of been in the back seat of my Soundtime stuff. It's not one I pull out to listen to a lot. Um, nah. When I want to listen to a song from it, it'll be from a review. It won't be from. It's always
2: from putting it together. Right. Exactly. It's always
0: in a different context, <laughs> sung a little better. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I think it's. I'm positive. It's a great night out at the theater. Mm-hmm. And it's very much in spite of the songs.
2: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would just listen to the frogs.
0: Yeah.
1: Lovely. Literally lovely. That the world will never seem the same. Now, lie there, close your eyes, and think dead thoughts. Good. I'm lovely, absolutely lovely. Who'd believe the loveliness? Of me. Perfect. Sweet and warm and winsome. Radiant as in some dream. Come to. Oh, shouldn't I have some jewelry? Jewelry? Yeah. Here, take the old man's ring. Flowers? What? I should have flowers. Flowers? flowers i'm so lovely frighteningly lovely
2: speaking of nathan lane let's talk about the history of the show that wasn't a segue but just because you know
0: it sounded like you were gonna like set up a you know so nathan lane and matthew broderick and mel brooks walk into a bar and the bartender says I'm sorry, fellas, we, no, I, don't, I don't have the punchline. <laughs> ran out of, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the Reddit will so, have a great punchline for that joke. For that joke, that
2: joke is there, it's really, it's, it's on the cusp. Um, but yeah, so... We started with the history of the show. We're going to end with the history of the show with just some like fun facts and interesting talking points because that's why you're here. <laughs> um, here, we were wrong, were, Tommy.
0: We were? We've never been wrong before. We've
2: never been wrong. This is our first mistake.
0: What did we get wrong?
2: So, I can't remember what number it was, uh, but when we covered the musical A Chorus Line... Yes. Great podcast. Go listen to it. Stunning, stellar work. <laughs> uh, we talked. One of the like biggest parts the, and biggest discussion points was how a, a chorus line was so revolutionary because a chorus line was the first musical to ever come from a workshop mm-hmm. and kind of created that workshop vibe. Well, little did we know that that was a big bold bare lie.
0: Or. A differentiation of linguistics, but you know, or it's a lie.
2: Yes. <laughs> Just pure bareface bare lie. Right. Um, or, you know, different because, terminology.
0: Or a lie. Yes.
2: Well, that's the thing. It, in a way, it's quite tricky because the workshop still didn't exist. Right. That's the Even thing. With it didn't line. exist yeah. at a chorus line time yet. Um, so, you know, they can still say, oh, we did it, but really? And to be honest, that actually does make a lot of sense because yes. to me it's a no-brainer, right? Well, it's, it's that you would evident, rehearse your show before you start rehearsals,
0: right? Isn't that crazy? But it what <laughs> what Jimmy is alluding to, um, yes. and I can't remember who called for it, but a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, is perhaps the first show to have a a reading, rehearsed reading, yeah, not a even a not even a no, it wasn't reading, even rehearsed, not it even wasn't. rehearsed, but like, yeah Sondheim sat at the piano, they brought in a bunch of actors, not yep. the intended cast, but just a bunch of nope. people who could read lines with emotion, um, yep. and just kind of marched down through the script and the songs very yeah. early on in the process before yeah. out-of-town tryouts, yeah, which was a revolutionary um, new technique at the time.
2: Exactly, and the, and the thing is, is that way they could be like, oh, this didn't land, this doesn't work. This needs more, da 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 Before they get into the heat of an out of town tryout, when you have a show the next day, right? So you can't write, yeah. you know, a well, whole new number. You can't rehear, you know. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. And I get the whole: you need to pay actors, you need to pay people to do this thing. But hashtag worth it? Like, yeah, yeah. come on now. Yeah. Um. So it was it was Jerry Robbins who called for it. Of course, because. It was. Yeah, so they wanted him to direct and why the hell wouldn't you? Right. Um, he's the greatest at this point. Uh and so they wanted to bring him in, uh and he was like, Yep, I'm I'm totally down the materials fab. Let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh but I don't want to touch it till I know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um so they did first reading. And I think he still really enjoyed it, but I think it just he just fell out. A favor yeah. with it and had he's Jerry Robbins. He had right. other stuff going on. Exactly. Um so that's how they end up getting George Abbott. But I mean it's fine. They got George they Abbott. Yeah, George Abbott, and it was uh, fine.
0: Yeah.
2: But yeah, so and but actually, so interesting fun facts about Jerry Robbins. Mm-hmm. Um did you know, did you know about Jerry Robbins uh participation during the McCarthy trials? I did not. Right. This is a revelation to me. So let me set the scene.
0: <laughs>
2: it's the 1950s. <laughs> uh, Senator John McCarthy is trying to purge the US of communists. Naturally. Um, and left, right and center, people are losing their jobs because someone said, oh, he's a commie. Uh, and therefore they'll never work again. And that was literally the case um, for so many people. Um, but what they were relying on was whistleblowers. Mm hmm uh what's that film that's all about that the recent one trumble oh i was gonna say the crucible in in a different way
0: <laughs> the but, Cru- yes did you not know that the crucible is a is a is about like
2: pastiche of the McCarthyism?
0: yeah 100 percent. excellent
2: did you, you know, know what else is what brigadine no by the way coming soon kids Brigad- just 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 you- just you. We're not even gonna say any more about it.
0: No way.
2: Just you wait. I have so much. Like literally, this was like a <sighs> moment. D- don't even think about it. Don't okay. even think about
0: okay. it. Okay, I'll I'll wait for it.
2: Coming soon. Fascinating. Um. So, uh. Anyway, it, it does makes it. It makes complete sense with the crucible.
0: Right. It because it was written that way.
2: <laughs> right. Uh. But yeah. So anyway, this is happening. Um. Jerry Robbins was one of these whistleblowers. Didn't know this. Huh. Uh, so he went and, and named some names. Uh, one of the names he mentioned was Madeline Guilford, hmm. uh, who was the wife of uh, Jack Guilford,
0: okay.
2: who was uh, Zero Mustel's... His uh, co-star in the show is uh, Hysterium. Um, and what they were basically worried about Was when Jerry Robbins walks in, are they then going to walk out? Because apparently, as well as Zero Mostel had some issues during Mm -hmm. the trial, he was like a recovering blacklist victim. He was blacklisted, but he was coming back from it. Uh Um, and so they were basically just worried that these guys would just leave because, you know, you you ruined my wife's life, right? Um, but how good is this Mostel and Guilford? said that they would boycott no one on the basis of their politics hmm. how interesting what a, and what so a it went progressive
0: on. and forward-thinking
2: absolutely Statement. and kind of thank goodness because jerry robbins is the one that made comedy tonight right the laugh riot that did, it is. did
0: come back yeah
2: um so thank goodness yeah
0: so yeah, they go fun facts. That is fascinating. With a bunch yeah. of other fascinating teases that we won't even hear about forever.
2: Oh, just honestly, I've got a book about
0: it. Really? Yeah. This is brand new to me. Anyway, I'm sure it's story story for another podcast. Ha! Get another hashtag
2: on a t-shirt. Hello, <laughs> <Hilarious. laughs> there, Um, but yeah. So,
1: what are we talking about?
2: Workshops. They didn't do them. Until oh, this no, they show. Didn't. Until this show. And in, um, a,
0: in, a, in the hat, Sondheim laments about the de-evolution of the workshop now to just a glorified backers audition and how it's a whole new thing now. And it has serves no purpose for the creative artists behind it other than to like, convince people that it'll be a show, which I agree with it'll... and is terribly disappointing.
2: Oh. I hundred percent agree with him. It's it's like one of those classic finishing the down moments mm-hmm. where it just goes off on one. Yeah, it's so good, but he's so right. Yeah, I rem- I still think about the American Psycho workshop, uh. and just wondering what the hell was going on. And I think mm-hmm. if we ever talk about American Psycho, I'll deliver my theories on this. But I think that was one of the reasons why it
0: bombed. Oh, I absolutely agree. I think it's the one workshop the- was so bad. It's a. I think it's a big bullet point as to. I don't know if you'd call it the decline, but the corporatization of contemporary Broadway. Um, yeah. And it's it's symptomatic of um, musicals needing to be bigger. And if musicals need to be bigger, you need more backers. And if you need more backers, you have to wine and dine them a little bit. Um, exactly.
2: But And so you'll do a, basically a run of your show right. whilst it's in workshops. Like, what the hell?
0: Like, yeah. Well, it, you know, it's, you're also digging yourself a grave there. Because like, Once you have producers deserve some artistic oversight, I think because of how much money they're investing. I Mm -hmm. think some producers handle that better than others. But the Mm -hmm. more you have, the more likely you're going to have ones who don't handle it well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you dig yourself a deeper grave when you show them the show, because then they're like, oh, that's the show. All right. That's what I'm going to put my money in. And then it is more difficult to change and fix, and improve, and grow.
2: Yep, exactly. And also, you're just, you're working to time now, because they're like, well, that's it, you've got it. Right. So, off we go, come on.
0: What's taking so long? Yeah. Yeah. No, I wish there were more, and I understand you need to pay actors, and we've set up this precedent Mm -hmm. that you should pay actors Mm -hmm. for these sorts of things, but I wish there were more... I don't know, venues for collaboration for like safe artistic collaboration outside of the realm of producerism. Um, exactly. Like, can we so, just, says it like, don't get producers in, get writers in. Yeah. Like get directors in. Can we all just sit down at my place one day and read this damn thing? You know, yeah. like uh-huh. I think there are, have
2: that, have that chorus line moment.
0: Right. There are thousands of shows that would benefit from more like, we're ju- I just need people to read it. Will you just, will you just mm-hmm. say it out loud for me? Um, mm-hmm you know no judgment it'll change but just yeah. say it um and i don't yeah. i don't see those whatever that is that kind of collective anymore you know no. even in like colleges and places which seems like the place where that sort of thing would thrive cuz yeah. everyone's trying to be their authentic artistic self um but now we're just we're you know the it's it's process versus product which will be the death of me in every venue of my <laughs> life i think
2: i know that's it. I think it just in the end day it, it just all comes down to money. Yeah. Oh, I really I would love to give up my time, but but mm. you know. And that's again though, that's why why doesn't it happen more at our amateur level mm-hmm. where we are doing it for the love of it anyway? Yeah. Practice a bit, play about a bit.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a double edged sword. There are plenty of people who've taken advantage of kind artists who want to offer their artistic yeah, selves for, sure. for free. So for anyway, sure. funny thing happened on the way to the forum. <laughs> yep, workshop it. Yeah, didn't
2: work though. So
0: <laughs> it's not true. It played for three years. It worked just fine. I know,
2: I know, <laughs> but not because of the music.
0: Yeah, Sunday's shit. Man, look at us. Did do you think? <laughs> did you think we would ever reach this day? Um. Yeah,
2: yeah. The guy's not infallible. But he says he is. He probably does. <laughs> um, but that's but that's the thing that <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. He literally <laughs> does. Um but
0: He wrote a song about re- how he's God,
2: Jimmy. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, is he is now. That's true, he is.
0: It's why it's important at- to unpack these things. I mean I I agree. Exactly. Yeah.
2: We have to this is the beginning. If this was now Right. If this was roadshow oh
0: wait.
1: <laughs> hey! Hot takes from Jimmy,
2: Niche, niche musical theater, comedy stars.
0: <laughs> Woo! No, it is it is important and difficult to like be able to you know it's the separation of person from art, which is such a huge mm. struggle in our business. Um, mm-hmm. That like the stuff you do, although it is so much of who you are, it not is it is not entirely who you are, and. Mm. Being able to separate those things out in a non-destructive, as constructive as possible venue is super important towards the, um, you know, striving for the best artistic outcomes and best artistic process. You have to be able to talk about the problems and the flaws, even in the most infallible seeming of artists and artistic endeavors. Yeah, for sure. Because it's still the best. I'm not gonna lie. He's yeah. still the best. For for now. Yeah. And I think for a while. I don't I think I I, yeah, I mean, that, this that, musical yeah. is from 60 years ago. Like who's writing musicals right now that was also writing them 60 years ago <laughs> other than Stephen Sondheim? Yep. That's not Andrew Lloyd Webber, don't you dare. Um uh, yeah, he's on a par. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to joke. <laughs>
1: Must be a moral. Here is tomorrow of a ride. Tomorrow's tomorrow. Comedy, 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 comedy.
2: tomorrow. So that was a funny thing happened on the way to the forum.
0: Tragedy tomorrow, comedy this podcast, although not so much. Yes.
2: Wow. <laughs> um, oh. It's weird as well. They never even go to the forum. No,
0: they don't. They, th- nothing funny <laughs> happened on the way to the forum. Also, surprisingly, Jimmy, and maybe disappointingly so, we yeah. didn't talk about the poor representation of women in this musical at all. <laughs> I know.
2: Politics tomorrow. sunshine <laughs> 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 tonight.
0: Oh, man.
2: Yeah. Um, but hey, maybe in our next podcast, we will. Quizás.
0: Um, You have a quiz question for us. Did you say quizás? Uh, quizás, perhaps in Spanish. Really? Yeah.
1: I,
2: it... I, I prayed myself on my vague Spanish knowledge, and ah, I did not know that. I only know it because, quizás. you know
0: that song, perhaps, 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 perhaps. perhaps. Da, 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 There's da, a, yeah. a Spanish telenovela called... Kisas And their theme song is quisas. Kisas, Kisas, Kisas. Kisas.
2: Kisas. Excellent. And it's
0: a great it's it's a fantastic, like translatable single word and it reads the same yes. number of syllables. Good good stuff. Kisas. Kisas. Oh, love it.
2: Um okay. Well, Kisas, I have a quiz question for you.
0: <laughs> well done. Well done.
2: Thank okay, you. Thank you. Get that on a t shirt as well. Kisas. <laughs> we'll do that. It's funny. Um do you wanna hear it? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well, Tommy, sadly, the musical adaptation of this young adult novel does not star Keanu Reeves as the
0: antagonist. So disappointing. It would have been a great way to start his musical theatre career, don't you think?
2: Absolutely. I am ready and waiting for that
0: to happen. I mean, maybe there's still time.
2: That would be so good. It
0: would be the most stunning replacement notification I think I would ever receive. Who would? Who could he be that would just be obscene? The character in this musical! Anyway.
2: Well, that would just be brilliant. <laughs> that would be genius. Anyway.
0: If you want to get in contact with us, I'm Musical Mash on Twitter and Musical Theatre Mash on YouTube.
2: And I am Azen Hendrix on Twitter and YouTube. Or you can
0: pop on over to our show Twitter at Jim and Tomic. Or check out our website, jimandomic.com, which has a link to the Reddit discussion where you've all been so wonderful. And I promise I'm making a concerted effort to read them and respond. I'm still working on that, but I'll get there. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um and hey, it would be real, real nice if you could just tell some people all about us.
0: Yeah. Put put it up on a spray graffiti a billboard somewhere popular with the name of our podcast.
2: Yeah, it's quite long. Yeah, so just make sure it's a really big one. Yeah, because you want it to be a decent size. Volume. Get
0: get a comically sized can of spray paint, like the size of the hairspray can that Edna comes out of in the end. Yes. But like spray paint. Yep, and drag it up there with you. This is your Bingo. is your homework assignment. Bingo. So if each of you right uh, could do
2: that, that would be that's like 16, be great,
0: 16 or seventeen billboards, Jimmy. If every one of our yeah. listeners
2: did this, and like. In the Midwest, <laughs> great. One in Jamaica.
0: Isn't that a movie? Sixteen billboards with a podcast title outside of <laughs> the Midwest.
2: I hear it's going to steal at the Oscars. Yeah,
0: isn't? I think. Uh, uh, what's his name is in it. Um, Bert Chevlevay. Yeah, Chevlevay.
2: <laughs> Reeves is the love interest.
1: Oh, we'll see you next oh, time, goodness. everybody. <laughs>
2: Yes, goodbye.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! The plague! What? No, we didn't say what we're drinking today. (gasps) Ah! Yes! Do we do it now or do we cut it back in?
2: Uh, Let's cut it back in. I'm not. We have to stay true to form. My goodness.